0: I believe there is more to a TV show than the series alone. Watch any related works and you can see the echoes of all its creators, stars, and fans. Long after we have finished, down below will be here, ready for new listeners to enjoy. Good everyone. Welcome to Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. I'm Will.
1: I'm Anne. I'm Beth.
0: Well, today we are joined again by a returning visitor to Down Below. It is Derek.
1: Hi, Hi Derek. Derek. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back, Derek. Thank
2: you.
1: Thank you. Um, just to be on the Wait. safe side, you're not here visiting the Thieves' Guild, are you? Uh, uh, well, I
3: was. To, um they took my weapons they took so, everything and now they banished me to minnesota where it started snowing today
0: so uh, <laughs> gross. I think, I mm. today we are here to discuss the final babylon 5 movie for tnt a call to arms
2: i can see why it was the final one
1: it's also oh. their pilot Ouch. for Crusade.
0: Burn, yeah, this was a setup for Burn. the series Crusade. Okay, so. uh, okay,
2: hope so. Tell you, i ready. Yeah, and there's
3: a
1: reason why I picked the episodes I picked and the order I went for it. And there's been a bit of debate about the order I put things up online, whether it's best order to watch them in, but. You two are only watching four episodes, so personally, I don't think it matters too much.
2: And we're not going to have to like really have paid attention to this movie to watch them, right?
0: No, not really. Uh, but
1: <laughs> not really, not too much. As we talk you, you about get, the episode, get. we'll we'll kind of raise the important points in heed for the series. Cool, mm. <laughs> and they're not many. Yeah, if they raise it the uh in the movie, it, you
0: know. They kind of recap. I watched Ashley watched the first two episodes of Crusade on the DVDs, and they they. Well, the DVD they, order. If you do watch it in DVD order, they kind of rehash everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that. that's why JMS didn't want people watching it in um, DVD order because it's okay. You get this movie, then you get everything repeated to you again. What. <laughs>
0: And, well,
1: um, not quite. But I, mean, I was just
0: say, I mean, I guess it's okay because maybe some people, you know, didn't watch Babylon Five, but they kind of need to know everything. But yeah, I guess it wouldn't make sense <laughs> to watch the spin-off. Well, it, would would you watch Angel without having seen Buffy? I guess you could.
1: People did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people watch Torchwood without watching Doctor
0: Who. That's true. That's true. <laughs> There's That's some movie. Yeah. <laughs> this movie originally aired January 3rd, 1999, less than two months after uh, Sleeping in Light. It was directed by Mike Vahar and written by JMS. Good old tag team. Yeah.
1: Mm, except this time, I don't think they've put in their best work. <laughs> this time, they were
2: working on other projects or something.
0: They were... Phoning it in. No, maybe not. (laughs) Some of the direction, some of the writing.
1: Oh, and one thing about this that really makes it feel different is the music. Yeah, it's a
0: different guy, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yes. And it's the same guy who will be doing the music for Crusade.
0: I don't know his name, but just some of the, like, silent scenes, some of the silent action scenes in this movie left me kind of cringing whether, you know, stuff is going yeah. on, but there's a fight going on, there's just music playing, and I was like, I uh. only yeah. got to watch this once, and I didn't get watch the commentary, and there were times where I was just trying to watch what was happening instead of taking notes, but um, yeah, we- we'll get through the recap. <sighs>
1: This time watching it more critically, I'm seeing a lot more of the flaws because in the past, I've just watched it just to, you know, see the last movie and kind of enjoy it a little bit. But yeah, it's got its flaws. The novelization's far worse.
0: Oh, yeah. The novelization
2: of this movie? Yeah. Is
0: worse? I'll probably never touch that then.
1: You see, I picked it up around the time I I finished um the Psycho trilogy, and it was just awful. I just... Uh, I couldn't get through it. I had to throw it away, because it, it, the guy who did the novelization for it just took some bad writing by JMS, and it is bad writing, and just made it worse with some, you know... A really awful novelization. I can't really say more than that.
3: <laughs> yeah, the the music reminded me of like eighty synthesizer music. Um, oh,
1: ninety
0: nine. Those...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but the music was definitely like, uh, like I don't know, it was like. It's like, like, like if you like
0: this. watch Terminator One.
1: the impression I was. The impression I was getting is they were attempt the the musician was attempting to do what um the composer for Firefly did far better years later he was attempting to do non-traditional film score with musical arrangement non-western musical arrangements but he didn't have the skill or the tools to do it properly
0: mm. yeah firefly did it better uh, so we start the movie with an ISN report. It's five years since the founding of the Interstellar uh, Alliance.
1: And uh, Jane, where's Jane? This is the first problem with it. We've, <laughs> we've lost our regular ISN reporter.
0: She,
2: she. You no, know, I was. I the actual script of the ISN report, and it it was pretty bad. It was like one of our ISN reports. <laughs> <laughs> We're it in.
1: Yeah. Oh, and of course, with the obligatory thing at the end that hints at a um, telepath conflict, which we never got to see, which
0: already happened. Yeah, we
2: got to see this. So, <laughs> thanks
3: a lot. Yeah, that. I, well, maybe someday, but I. Yeah, they they always. I don't know. Like you said, the books do a, a really good job, but the. Um, yeah, they just always hint. Like they've hinted for five years about the telepath war in the series and then they're like well it happened everybody remember okay let's move on Yeah. <laughs> so, the
2: telepath war want. is basically the president on uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um. so Garibaldi picks up Sheridan they're gonna go check out some new ships that are being built they're trying to reverse engineer Minbari and Vorlon tech sort to work with human tech and there's uh, someone spying on them his name <laughs> is Galen being called to a circle for to attest for what he's been doing. And he, he says a bunch of mysterious sounding stuff. Cause that's what he does. I get some of my fucking nerves. I, I watched some <laughs> crusade. <laughs>
1: he's got bad material. I like the act. I like the what he's trying to do. Yeah. Galen. I think he, I think he does a better job in crusade.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, so, he well, is a he character in
2: some other show called Galen. It sounded so familiar.
0: Uh, maybe it's he, just one a, of those I, kinds of names.
2: I think
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's a kind of mysterious, generic um, Gaelic name. There is
0: Galen the, Erso in um, Rogue One. I've yep. seen oh. that.
2: Oh, I did, yeah. Maybe that's what it is, I don't know.
0: Um... Yeah, so this guy is played by Peter Woodward. He's charmed a bit. He was in one of the National Treasure movies. Uh, So Sheridan's White Star reaches their rendezvous point, and they see these two prototype destroyers.
1: And they're pretty decently designed,
0: you know? I did see the intro for this movie. I guess they were originally supposed to look more Minbari, bird-like, but they changed how these how they would look.
1: Yeah, well, it's got a bit of Earth design thrown in there, and you can kind of, you know, make it fit in world that maybe originally in world the designs were more menbari like and then a Earth designer came in and went, no, 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 that's too Menbari. Do it like this.
0: uh, Uh, I think that...
3: It looks rather phallic now, so um.
1: (laughs) it does actually. I I couldn't. No, I. uh, Oh no! I don't say. Oh no! 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 Now you put this horrible thought in my head. It's phallic design that. That that kind of its main weapon shoots its load and then it goes limp.
0: <laughs> what are we Why didn't it we watch that? That? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a better movie, maybe. So yeah, the refractory period is fifty <laughs> seconds. Oh. Yes, <laughs> pretty amazing. Um, so, that ship can go. I don't think they said it in the movie, but on Crusade they say the ships are a mile long. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's meant to be. Um, the whole thing, so that it's meant to be, you know, a fifth the size of um, Babylon Five.
0: So we made this uh, they and... get their own... Yeah, go ahead.
1: They get their own subway system, don't they? Oh sometimes? yeah, I mean that's a nice little touch with the uh, TV series. Not great CGI, but it's a nice little touch that they get their kind of subway moments, the way Babylon Five had their um, turbo lift scenes, right. turbo lift and hallway scenes. I think the ship gets a little more character as the series goes on. Well, I mean, we'll talk about Crusade later, uh, when we actually talk about Crusade, but send in some feedback if you want. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, but I suppose we kind of have to pad this episode out a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, we meet this guy named Drake, who's going to give them a tour. He's been in charge of building these ships. He's kind oh. of a perfectionist.
1: These, his character is an ex- example of everything that continues to go wrong with the script. He's a caricature of the typical. He's a brilliant bureaucrat. He, you know, he that gets in the way of the you know military folk who just want to go up and shoot things. <laughs> and so, of course, he ends up being the spy because he's a pre- bureaucrat.
3: All they're missing is the twirly mustache where, he, you know, he's got the oily mustache that he twirls at the end. So, but yeah, yeah he's the anal retentive bureaucrat.
0: Yeah. So they, they're good. They didn't test out the ships beforehand. They're going to do it now, but there's a problem. Sheridan goes to take a call, which came, which supposedly came from Delenn but there are a whole bunch of flashes on the screen. And it turns out he was okay. there for 20 minutes.
2: We saw this before, right? Yeah, it happened Is to it?
0: Garibaldi, didn't it? He it was Garibaldi? When he was
2: programmed. Was,
1: yeah, by the cycle. Okay. Uh, I think this was more complex because, tech, you know, Galen, a techno made sense of it, and so there was more information being downloaded into his brain.
0: But, I mean. Uh, he,
1: he looks completely
0: out <laughs>
3: During half of this movie, it's one of those things said, like show us your content. Look, what? But he, the, the, and then I saw, I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're getting older, Bruce Boxleitner. And then I saw an interview, like, there's a part of the, I guess, the behind the scenes thing, and they're interviewing. He was, he looked so young when they filmed this, actually. So they, they aged him up. Just, uh I don't know.
0: Yeah, like, so. The um, intro, uh, and they were saying yeah. JMS says, you know, I think Bruce did his best work in the, in the series in this movie, and they said that they think this is the best Babylon Fire movie they did.
1: Oh no, was- no, uh, that that goes to in the beginning. It really does. <laughs> that's not like saying all your children you
3: love equally. Hmm. So
1: the thing, is, right, Um, although uh, the makeup's done quite well because people in position of power age far quicker than other people because they've got a lot more pressure on top of them. I'm you know, so obviously. you can you can imagine. Oh. Sharing sorry, my st-
2: phone sorry. will not let me go in, but I have to comment on the fact that he said this was the best Babylon 5 movie. Okay. Can we elaborate <laughs> that was, on
0: this? that was one of the producers. I can't remember. I don't think it was JMS, but it was one oh. of the other producers, I think.
1: Right.
2: Did he say why? No, Did he
0: produce this one? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it was yeah. JMS who said that this was Bruce's best performance in the whole Babylon 5. And Might Bruce be. said he had fun because he got to kind of go out there and be crazy or whatever.
3: I miss our right. little golden retriever captain. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I miss that one when he was so happy and skippy and things, so...
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the uh, what executives really wanted that, and then they got rid of that really quickly.
0: Yeah. But this is one of my pet peeves. It's like, hey, something weird happened, but I'm not going to look into it. Oh, just rest. I'm sure you just need some rest, and that'll fix everything. That's usually the solution when something somebody's acting weird. It couldn't be that they're under influence of something. You
1: see, there was. Right. I was sure there was a line in here somewhere before I watched this where Garibaldi actually had a realistic reason why he would go along with this, of kind of, okay, I wasn't there for Sheridan when I should have been. I'm going to, you know, see, you know, he was going to do what he could to help Sheridan now. But that's not there. It's not there in the script anywhere. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, and Lockley and Garibaldi are both skeptical when they should you know weird things happen all the time. Maybe we should just go along with this, because you know, uh, something's going to yes, come out of and it.
2: I mean, we don't know. Maybe, like, in the intervening 15 years or 10 years or whatever, there's just been nothing weird.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: Why going
0: the out
1: the did Sheridan contact Droll as well?
0: I don't know. With Mm.
1: he would have asked Droll isn't going to be your spy for the um, Droll, is he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Droll has a cure Um, I don't know um, so,
1: It seems like that that, you know Yeah. previously JMS would have come up with a good reason why we're not contacting Droll, or you know things like that
0: yeah, everybody's forgotten by draw by now.
1: We're going to pay you guys, you know, we're going to
3: pay you for a movie, but there's no budget. So just do what you want, you know, we're just going to air it and make some
1: money. Oh, it, uh, we but, haven't we know. haven't even gotten to our introduction of Dorina Nephil and the Thieves Guild yet. We actually mm-hmm. have a Thieves
2: Guild.
0: <laughs> oh, there says something in the That's intro cool. about Oh how, my god. Yeah. This was <laughs>
2: Are we already to the point where the guy was on his throne or whatever and the below, down below?
0: No, not quite. We're get, um...
2: Okay,
0: because that's...
2: We're <laughs> <pretty laughs> nearly there, but e- even with Dreena's first introduction
1: when she comes in, I'm not sure exactly when it is, but that's so cliché when she just takes out all her weapons. It's,
0: and they didn't um... even look that great as far as oh, props are. Oh, that was cliché. That was yeah. very cliché. <laughs> Sorry, like that looks so, like those look so fake. <laughs> Sorry, props, guy or gal.
3: Yeah, and they didn't even put in the running joke of where this giant weapon comes out, and they're all shocked, but they don't show where it comes out from, and then yeah. he puts it on the table. So you're supposed to wonder, but
2: um, yeah, those small blessings that we didn't do that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, this is where she comes in and she wants to know where all the lost people go. And he says down below brown sector. Hmm. She's talking to Zach. I don't know if he said that. <laughs> um, so let's see. So we got Lockley, Zach, Garibaldi and Sheridan, no Dylan, Jakar, Lando, Vier, Clarence, Clarence.
2: Of course,
0: Clarence. He's
1: not even on the com. I- it's someone else at CNC when um Lockley g- talks to CNC. I thought maybe it was Clarence on the con. and It did it didn't sound like him. Okay.
0: It was a female voice one time, but then a male voice later on. Yeah. So Sheridan's having dreams, there's some place burning. Oh, did we talk? Um I don't know when we we'll get to it later. Um <laughs> That was just, it doesn't I was just like, do we talk about her name her Dorina, we'll get to it later. Um, Galen, Galen starts talking to him. um they're on a dead world. He says some some bunch of stuff that's just like yeah, this whole thing was he was the one who sent that message from Delin and some kind of electron something, and they have to go because the killers might be coming back. And he's very, I'm sorry.
3: He called it an electron
1: incantation.
0: Yeah, ring, incantation. Which makes no sense.
1: But, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: hand wavy science thing, sciencey thing.
1: Well, it's also, <laughs> I've got to be vague and mysteriously ominous because, well, I have to be. Th- th- that's the, the reason problem. why we keep putting stuff.
3: Yeah. And the reason we keep thinking scenes are somewhere else and i think the pace is just weird like i really enjoy well-paced movies but this this one it just i don't know it just kind of it's like a car that doesn't quite start (laughs) so well and also
1: especially here on the um the world that's kind of been ravaged by the uh shadow cloud it looks so fake
0: Daltron 7 is, I guess, where yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, let's have a couple of cardboard boulders and a painted backdrop. That'll do for a set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Galen very dramatically tells Sheridan to remember.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he wakes up. <laughs> it's, right. Sheridan wakes okay, up.
1: Okay, right. Yeah. Galen, the. Technomages in charge. No you're making these calls to Sheridan. They know they're try you're trying to get him involved. You don't need to be completely um opaque here. You can actually try and tell him what's actually going on.
0: Well, uh, that's what technomages do. <laughs> that's, that's their well, thing.
1: No, don't When we actually when we talked to the made back in season two, he had an air of mystery, but he talked plainly to Sheridan. He said, yes, these are, there are mysteries in the universe, but these are the mysteries. And, you know, work it out for yourself, but this is what's going on. Whereas in this movie, Galen has to talk obliquely and in riddles to everyone he's sending visions to. <laughs> and
3: how do... Like I was just perplexed, like, how do um, Technomages date and make little Technomages? Because they just talk so mysteriously <laughs> that, like, going on a date with either a Technomage or two Technomages or whatever, it,
0: yeah.
1: So,
3: Seems okay, like so they're
0: all men. I don't know. Like,
1: they yeah. There is, uh, this, they start to go into things in this uh, series, but not by much. And I'm not going to say more than that. Because could we we'll touch on it uh, during the Crusade suppose, discussion, yeah. but
0: uh,
1: my hope is my hope is if Crusade had continued, the Technomages would have been developed in the way you know in a very interesting way you know like any other race would have, and Galen would have been explored as a character properly. Yeah,
3: and I like Technomages actually. The concept of Technomages are awesome. And yeah, like the original. Mage um, guy was, was awesome um, so I do like the concept so I, I do give points for putting techno mages in and, and as the- I
1: said a little hint towards Crusade is I think Galen is handled better in Crusade he's oh, humanized yeah. and he's a lot less pompous and mysterious he's still got the air of mystery and still is willing to play into that but he's much more relatable.
0: Okay. So we see Dorina moving around Babylon 5 and some guy. Well, not just that. It's, oh, look, this mysterious
1: wall graffiti that glows when someone of the guild approaches it. That's not obvious at all, is it?
3: (laughs) It looks like a high school um, drama production.
1: Like they got
3: an extra fifty bucks, and so they're like, "Who? How can we spend it?" And so, be a, well, which would be cool in high school, but
1: not.
3: Yeah, um, you know.
0: And right. so she, yeah, she's seeing that symbol. She gets kicked in the head, or kicked, and she starts dreaming about the same place Sheridan was. And Galen talks to her. Well, and
1: Galen talks to her, but not directly. He kind of just whole voice on the wind thing, doesn't he?
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. it's uh yeah, again, he's mysterious and obnoxious here.
0: <laughs> so she um yeah, he tells her that when the time comes she needs to pick the right target. So we know that's gonna come back later. Um and she wakes up and yeah, Dorina Nafio is played by Carrie Dobro. She was on Hypernauts, which I think we talked about one time because it's a Douglas Netter show. Um, so yeah, so these are the, this, yeah. this is the Thieves Guild and she says she got captured on purpose.
1: This, this, this whole scene is awful.
0: Yeah. The chains. It's,
1: it, it's, it's a bad D and D night and i mean i've played role i've done role play games I've, I've done a little bit of pathfinder never played D but it is that whole thing of it's a bad fantasy role play night or a dm who is okay but he's not great at developing characters and so he'll do this generic thieves skill with this you know, band of n- Nerdewells and this, the leader of the thieves guild that sits on his throne of boxes or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. Mm. So yeah, she gets free and fights, but then they're like, "Oh, that's enough." And even his, that's enough. That's no anymore. That was pretty weak.
1: <laughs> well, also, it's it's her whole thing of. What chains? And she mysteriously breaks free of her chains. <laughs> now here's where you could have used some great
3: 80s synthesizer music. What chains? Uh, if uh, there was ever a call for a musical scene in Babylon 5, right now, they could all break into song and dance. And I don't know if that would
1: make this movie worse or better, but I think... Uh, Beth, I think good. you were trying to at least say something about this scene earlier.
2: Uh oh, did I write down some you, you were saying it'll be there, I yet. know, I'm gonna see what I wrote <laughs> down. I I was just laughing. Um yeah, I agree. There would this would have been perfect not perfect. The opposite of perfect, but also perfect <laughs> montage. Yeah. Both together because of each other. Um <laughs> I don't know. I just I saw the choker, so I thought of Heidi because of chokers on Veronica Mars. Um, I don't know. I I think I I said what year was this made? So bad. Uh, um, and he's like on a throne. Oh my god, this is awful. Th- those are my notes on my phone. Oh
1: yeah, and he's wearing sunglasses.
2: Yep. And that he, was terrible.
1: I and he this has. This like
2: very eighties, but it's made in the like late nineties at this point, right? I know,
1: I know, no, I know. No
2: excuse. <laughs> I don't, I have
1: a note that says balls dash head. I don't know what that means. Um, all, all they, actually, I was wrong. It's not, it's, it's not, um, it's not a, a fantasy role play. It, it's Shadowrun. This is so Shadowrun. All they need is in cybernetic limbs and a, um, an orc or a, um, well, they've got Techno in this episode. You actually have Techno mages, And that's kind of a thing in Shadowrun as well. It's. What? It was Shadowrun? Yeah, what is Shadowrun? Uh, Shadowrun's a um, role play that actually came out in the mid 90s, set in the mid 2020. Uh, I think it's set in about 2060 or 2070, something like that. Essentially, near future. It's cyberpunk, but you've got elves, you've got orcs, and other races like that. Um, magic has come back into the world, and you've also got the equivalent of techno mages. They call something slightly different, but they're essentially that. They, they use magic and technology together, and rather than using technology to enter cyberspace, they could do it magically, and um, yeah, a lot uh, of the things in this episode is reminding me of Shadowrun. All of a sudden,
0: uh,
2: mm, was Shadowrun
1: terrible? <laughs> Sorry. Shadowrun, no, Shadowrun actually isn't too bad. It's got a lot of complicated rules, and it's very hard to understand when you first start the game. Uh, and he, he is very cyberpunk very 90s it's a very 90s game mm. but it's not too bad if you've got a good group of people to play it with just you've got to be you've got to be aware of the type of game you're playing before you start
2: it <laughs> well I got excited for the techno mages but the acting was so over the top and I was trying to remember if the last Technomage episode, were they also overacting or over dramatic? I can't remember.
1: There were places where it was a bit overly dramatic, but that's kind of what Technomages are. It, oh. well, well, no, it's what Technomages are about in, in this world. They're meant to use drama. I know, they take as... themselves
2: so seriously. They're like, we yeah. are going away from all civilization. Which is ridiculous
1: yeah and a bit of um a uh, bit of trivia that either um is from the technomages book i don't know because i've heard this second hand uh so it might be false and i might have mentioned it before but i read somewhere that the technomages were supposed to have been the shadows answer to telepaths but the technomages rebelled
2: mm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, the Technomages, the Shadows created the Technomage technologies and originally had plans to turn them into warriors of chaos and destruction.
1: Huh. Yeah. Like Which that. would have been very interesting to have gone into.
3: And they're trying to like atone for what they did in the past. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. But the first Technomage we saw was the guy who played Cochise. Um he, he was such a good a- actor. And had that big deep voice, if you remember, he was bald and tall. He had a, he definitely had gravitas.
2: Yes. He played who now?
3: He had he played I don't uh, coaches from like a nineteen seventies show. Oh. Essentially, he
1: was an actor who had a couple of hundred credits to his name. And yeah, he had has been acting since um, the fifties or something like that, and he could pull it off. But um, um I think. I could, I, I think, um, what's his name, Woodward, can on Crusade. Yeah, he gets better, definitely. Not in a call to arms. The whole theme of this movie is, it gets better in Crusade. (laughs) But the problem is, again, with Crusade is, well, we'll get into Crusade, but Crusade is also, this could have gotten better. (laughs) True. It it, it, needs, do you... Beth, do you remember what watching um, The Gathering was like?
2: Um, vaguely.
1: Yeah. It wasn't quite as bad as this, was it?
2: No. I think I gave that a seven.
1: (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's in a very similar vein. They're following the same pattern, I think. But this has more flaws in it.
2: Yeah, and I think also, like... You know, I had no expectations at all, of course, going into Babylon 5. I didn't know anything. And now I'm like, I've seen, you know, how good the show can be. And it's just disappointing to have a whole movie like this where I don't yeah. know, not much happens. And it's kind of and over it's the very top of random characters. Yeah.
1: yeah, And it's very telling that we've come to a screeching halt at the moment. The Thieves Guild have their big scene.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: About mister- I just have to finally point out a mysterious theme skill that we've never heard, despite how good an investigator we've been told Garibaldi is and Zach is.
0: Uh, well, just I um, mean I don't know if Garibaldi's hearing about the Thieves go for the first time. I don't know, it wasn't
1: Yes, yeah, but we should have heard about it at least.
2: Hmm. Garibaldi should not be hearing about it for the well, he's out of it though. He's out of the trade.
1: Oh, so you think maybe the Thieves' Guild only um, started up in the past five years?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It definitely started up in the 80s. Yeah.
1: Everyone
3: must have that They were
2: every 30-year revisables of the 80s anyway. (laughs)
1: Or or someone read Neuromancer, which actually is a worse novel than people think it is. Uh,
0: yeah, I can never get into William. What's his name? William H. William Gibson, Gibson. Yeah. yeah, I think he's overrated <laughs> anyway. Um,
3: or someone read the X Men comics in the 1980s with Gambit,
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> when we started talking about the Thieves Guild. Like, is this Gambit's <laughs> skill? Um, So Sheridan and them are doing some target practice on the new ships. What are they? The Excalibur and the something other. and Victory.
1: victory. I mean, it's just such a lazy name. Excalibur is going to be our main ship for the series Crusade. What do we name the other ship? Victory. Okay. Yeah, of course. We're just going to destroy it anyway, so it doesn't really need a, a
0: decent name. This is where we find out about the weakness with when they shoot their main weapons because they got to have a weakness i guess to make things interesting got to have a flaw in the ship um, yeah you
2: have to have a weakness yeah, yeah.
0: otherwise uh, it'll be you? overpowered
1: it would not be it wouldn't be bad if it if the rest of the film was good but it's just another nail in the coffin of uh, the awfulness
0: Uh so this is where Sheridan thinks they're about to shoot Earth, but then he realizes it's not real, but everybody thinks he's crazy. And then Sheridan sees everybody gather uh, sees the technobages gathered around the fire. They're questioning uh Galen. They don't want outside contact, but Galen convinces him that it was necessary. And then this is where Galen explains more to Sheridan about what's going on the Shadows had their allies, the Drock, who are still there. And they think the Drock are preparing to make a move. But of course, Sheridan has to keep everything secret.
3: They're moving just very slowly. Yes. I think, like the Drock. <laughs> the
1: Drock. Well, the patient... Uh, they did actually say at the end of Babylon 5 that they are patient. Right. But yeah. I mean, the Drock themselves
3: actually move out of... T- I don't yeah this, know this. they're
0: really well, they're meant to that's me, how they but... it's like a sloth is probably the most patient creature in the because <laughs> they're so slow um, oh okay, so, so Earth could got end got up like Deltron 7 and but when Sheridan snaps out of it, he's like we got to go to Babylon 5 so get in the white star and go and yeah. Sheridan's I'm sorry
1: uh, no, we've just got to get through some of this. Uh, I think Yeah, um,
0: uh, yeah Sheridan's drawing on his little sketch pad. He's drawing three different people. <laughs> oh, I like this. Uh, you know, whenever an, almost
1: anyone on TV has a dream or something important where they need to remember someone from memory, they're an amazing drawer. You know, <laughs> they can sketch. Yeah. they're they're an amazing artist never do we actually get someone trying to sketch something from their memory and you just get a silly smiley face (laughs) or something like that I was going to say it would be great if you just drew some stick figures (laughs) (laughs)
3: like
0: how you run these through the the computer (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah like
1: Waldo at the end
0: If I mean, maybe to I, I can all.
1: buy it to say that um, Galen kind of, through the spell he did earlier, made sure he had temporary artistic ability to do this.
0: No. <laughs> um. On the Sheridan, we meet Captain Anderson. He's one of the people that Sheridan was drawing. He's towed his crew all of a sudden to go to B5 and... yeah. Yeah,
3: that's it's the best the part. Yes, so, uh, Tony Todd is awesome I, in this part. I, but anywhere there's Tony Todd is awesome. So I do have to give the movie credit for that.
0: Um, I always I mean, like to seeing Tony Todd, even though <laughs> this movie isn't the best. Yeah, is that his No, name? exactly.
2: I never knew that. Tony Todd. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously been in tons.
0: Tons. He's been in he's everything. Been-
3: <laughs> yeah, he's Dwarf's brother in Star Trek. Uh, he was—you said Candyman a couple of weeks ago. Yeah.
2: Oh, Candyman. Uh, yeah.
3: He's—he's he's been in a
0: bunch of Transformers.
3: Son in Star Trek. Uh, I think most
0: yeah. recently he was the uh, voice of Zoom. I think. Yeah, the Flash. Yeah.
1: Zoom. Oh, that makes it even yeah. better. So he's,
3: um, yeah, no, he's—he's he's, I. I thought the other day that it may not act or sound or look like Tony Todd, but if ever someone made a biography about me for a movie, which I don't know why they would, but I would want Tony <laughs> of Todd. Of course to- they <laughs> would, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I would want Tony Todd to definitely play me
0: because he's just awesome. Let's see.
2: I'm writing that down. <laughs> I, uh,
0: yeah. i make that good. happen.
2: Nice. Well, uh,
1: Okay. really you don't have to hit every single point world just <laughs> right.
0: yeah so we get out we see Lockley for the first time they're going to try to get a match and uh, they talk about Dorina, I guess Dorina came up as a match or they found her and she's from a Xander Prime which was wiped out during the Shadow War and then
1: yeah. oh and this amazing theme. Who gets approached by security saying they only want to talk to her immediately runs and actually doesn't think to charm her way out of this. If she's an experienced thief, you would have thought, "Oh, I'll actually." They just brought me to questioning. This might be nothing to do with being a thief. I don't need to run, but she runs.
0: And I think, she, uh, never mind, we'll talk about I that know, I was
2: like, sh- did I miss something? I, when I, cause I paused it around that point and then I came back and I'm like, I have to remind, I don't know why she's running. I'm confused.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they all three meet Anderson, Sheridan, Darina, and she tries to attack Sheridan, but she you see, kinda- actually, you, you know, or she does attack. Sharon. At least,
1: at least she didn't shout something like Songa! or "Death <laughs> at him before doing it. You know, if she this does. was made season, in season one, she would have.
2: Um, if she had yelled Deathwalker, I would have been so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is when Lockley and Garibaldi think he may be an outside influence, and then we talk about. The Shadow War, and there's a Drazi dude that there's, that's also in the drawing, but nobody knows where he is. And Sheridan sneaks out and with the others, and they all go somewhere. And (laughs) Garibaldi tries to reach Drake, but Drake is like, uh, but Sheridan's already told, um, Drake not to accept any calls. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: that was funny. This is the visual voicemail thing? Yeah. <laughs> it oh, almost no, like he was not... hostage. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like guess a bit forced more...
2: to say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it, it was more the way um, you just described how uh, Sheridan was you know, telling Drake, yeah, well. <laughs> and somehow people believed the it. It's okay. He's the president of the ISA, of the galaxy. But at the same
0: time, he's the boss.
1: <laughs>
0: what if this was like the rapper Drake? <laughs> what did you say? I was just saying, what if this was the rapper Drake? is
2: like <laughs> used to call me uh, again, on myself. Would have been better.
0: <laughs> um, so they go and commandeer the um,
1: crusade Vic- sorry, the um, Excalibur and Victory, because of course they are. Because why build these new sets and get these new ships unless we're going to use them?
0: Yes, the Victor has Anderson, Drake is, uh, um the Excalibur has Sheridan, and they go out to Daltron Seven where they find that it's dead. And yeah,
1: and oh, oh, um, Beth, yeah, um, you probably didn't notice, uh, but.
2: Probably not
1: at this point, the, I was basically. The um, <laughs> a, a female I don't know the rank, but the um essentially the pilot of um the Excalibur Ooh. um I'm not gonna say anything too much, but you might see her again. It won't be okay. her. Okay.
2: And for you'll me the first the actor time again.
1: Sure, it'll because... see you'll see the actor again.
2: Okay. Good to know, I guess.
1: So Derek, so, I, I am right.
2: Today we watch back this. To it.
3: No. Yeah. They um <laughs> in fact they talked about it in the commentary. So I got a sense of deja vu and there was a good reason why. So I'll leave it at that too.
0: Really? I thought she looked familiar somehow, but I don't know. I'll I'll look it up. <laughs> so we um you'll,
1: you'll notice. When you watch time Crusade, time. you'll notice.
0: Yeah. Okay. So they get a Drazi distress signal, find a dead Drazi, and they find a day crystal <laughs> a in his dead pouch.
2: Drossy.
1: Yeah, and do a really cheesy joke.
0: Yeah, they're playing some like whimsical music at this point, like he made a joke about how he only has his watch on him or something. Um
1: uh, this was a couple of years after Pulp Fiction, so maybe they're trying to play off that. The, I know what the music
3: sounds like here. It's, um, does, I know, does anyone ever watch old Doctor like classic Doctor Who?
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, this sounds like the incidental music they used to use in the 1980s. Um, like, not the, not the theme music, but in between, you know, they would have the little...
1: Yeah, I know what you mean, in the mid-80s
3: anyway. Yeah, yeah, this is like Peter Davison's little, little, when they, not his theme, but, um, during the episode in a little bit when they were trying to do something a little bit lighter, they would go,
1: yeah, yeah, they never had a proper score back then. It was only incidental little stings.
0: oh, it's her. I just watched Ever- Crusade a couple of day- a few days ago, so yeah, I know who that is um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's born in Minneapolis um the yeah, actress well. the actress um okay.
3: that's like five that was just, from-
0: yeah, that's where Derek is. Oh, 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 okay. He's in Minnesota.
2: Again, I asked. Yep.
3: No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm in a burb. I used to live in Minneapolis, so. Did you uh, ever go
2: to Paisley Park?
0: <laughs> no. Nope. Have you seen That's uh, what I, I would have done. I would be at Paisley Park, like, every day playing basketball no. or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, It's been kind of, I don't know, there's this whole thing about, I think it's finally open now, but they were fighting about it. And, you no, know, Princess, you know, we had a whole bridge that was, they put purple lights into a bridge for like a whole week. Um, um, so we love Prince. So
2: I, well, I don't want to get into Prince because it's so sad, but yeah. yeah, I used to watch Purple Rain so much and then I would buy like the bootleg VHS tapes of his concerts, you know, and uh, yeah, love him. I don't know why I didn't ever think that you were, that you lived there in Minneapolis. I've never been. How is it? Cold?
3: Yeah, it's snowing today. So um, nice. <laughs> it's a wonderful place, mm-hmm. but it's cold. So,
0: very. Yeah. We're
3: far, further north than Toronto. So we're we're kind of and Toronto's but
0: super cold. Yeah, people but, used to make fun of me but, for playing Prince back when I was in high school. Assholes.
2: Why? Is awesome.
0: Prince uh, is just not well. I that guess.
2: was during the diamonds and pearls time.
0: Yeah. That was, maybe was a little bit. After it, that, yeah, this was, was this experience. was after. Yeah, this was after Diamonds and Pearls. This was um the uh the one with seven and.
2: With that, that was the one with the symbol.
0: Yeah.
2: As the title, I think. Yeah. You changed his name to the symbol. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just these. These are guys who are listening half to half. like rap, gangster rap music, and I got made fun of for listening to Prince. Whatever. Yeah. You win. <laughs> <laughs> Prince would have schooled them in basketball anyway, <laughs> yeah, and made them pancakes afterwards, um yeah, if that story is true, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that story is true, isn't it? Uh, um, it, it
2: is it's uh, probably somewhat uh, uh exaggerated, but <laughs> yeah. I hear that he does do that kind of thing i I read this really good article that they had about just different people's experiences there, and uh yeah he was a he was a crazy cat.
0: <laughs> Prince is better than, <laughs> uh, so yeah.
1: We're trying to talk about anything but this.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, <laughs> leftover shadow been- Tank. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I it's like how kind of a lot, uh, lot, far above this story.
0: <laughs> I forgot to mention this is episode one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there's. Yeah, I like how uh, Garib Drake is. Saying that, you know, they almost killed me, and Gerbart like, whatever. (laughs) He he literally (laughs) said, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're going to go to, I guess, Daltron 7, and Drake wants to be there when they catch him. He's just like, he's he's like, I'm going to bring Sheridan to justice, whatever. It's not really the point. He literally has.
1: Really, no reason to be working with the Drak other than, you know, he Lady doesn't think mole. much of her. <laughs> He doesn't actually hate her. He just doesn't mind if it gets destroyed. He, it's. Uh, I, I don't quite understand his motivation.
0: Yeah, so they, the data crystal, whether Drazi was saying what happened, and then all of a sudden, four Drak ships show up. And. The battle is about to start, but I guess I can't remember if there are any shots fired, but, uh, the, I can't remember the Excalibur. Well, the Exc-
1: well, essentially they try and, um, you know, do some diplomacy, but, um, Drake sends his message to the Drak, and then the fight starts.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that's essentially what happened. They
0: get sucked into this null-, null field, and then they run like <laughs> hell into <laughs> hyperspace.
1: Yeah, I do like... Oh. oh, go ahead, Ian. I'm sorry. No, I think you're probably gonna say the same thing. Of um, the new um, the jump ship. the new jump points look yes nicer. Yes,
3: because oh yeah, that is that's pretty awesome, and. If- because you know that Babylon what? Five had to have its own jump gate, and
1: so not, now it's not that it's the actual effect they've been working on this effect for over five years now. They they've actually improved it. Yeah, yeah. So that the Earth ships can actually jump without it. Well, the a larger ones always used to be able to. That's but... right. uh <laughs> and they use that same
3: um, maneuver. It was kind of cool because they went back to. Which one? Was it when the Narn first encountered the shadows?
1: Something like that.
3: Yes. The Jakar had to escape, so they opened up a joint point and then closed it while the shadows were
1: like right near it, so they all exploded. Those were the mini-shadow ships, though, so they just about were able to do that. Right. Yeah.
3: Oh, um, no, it was Sheridan they first encountered it in a white star.
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. Anyways, bad, anyway, because...
0: Sher- uh, yeah. Sheridan uh, calls Lockley to tell her that there's a whole bunch of, a buttload of, sh- uh, drog ships coming <laughs> and she needs to rally the Earth forces. Delin's um, working on and, some and, stuff.
1: And for some reason, um, this hyper advanced new ship didn't record anything, any visual records. Now oh, they forgot
0: to, they just didn't the think be- to.
1: Uh, it.
0: They forgot to hit the record button.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you need evidence. <laughs>
0: There's no auto record because that would just take up too much um, space on their hard drives. So anyway, <laughs> well, you didn't say that
2: you forgot to hit record, did you?
0: No, I said they forgot to hit record. Okay, I was you. <laughs> yeah, I think I've I checked like you? three times already to make sure it was recorded, even though <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not doing this one again. We're getting close to the end, though. It's we're nearly there. So I might
0: have to
2: leave though pretty soon because might have somebody coming over, and then we're gonna go somewhere. So just FYI. Well, okay.
1: um, when you need to uh, speak up and give your ratings, because uh, <laughs> <Set laughs> I'm it. fairly certain how how low it is gonna go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Garibaldi calls Sheridan, and, you know, there must be a leak, and they quickly find out who the leak is, and it's Drake, and Drake has confirmed, Drake, they take care of Drake, and he confirms that the Drak are headed to Earth, and when the Excalibur and Victory leave hyperspace, we see that Earth ships are waiting, and it doesn't take long for the Drak to show up. I thought they were three hours behind... Maybe they caught up. (laughs) Somehow. Um, So, during... I
3: think... um, Even knew that they were going... Why would the Drak tell him? You know, they just paid him to sabotage. But small, one of many plot holes. But I'm not sure how they went into the whole Babylon 5 to Dacron 7 to... Or whatever it's called, Velcro 7 to Earth. But um, it didn't make any sense. The whole traveling everywhere.
1: Yeah. I just. Okay. Would, I'm just anyway, we're, it we're just, about to get into. Yeah, this is where the I The worst get... battle of yeah. Babylon 5.
0: Yeah, I didn't we take had a, had a lot so of notes. But
1: yeah. We've had so many great space battles, and this was edited so badly. Really? I like the silence, though. That's the only thing I did like. This. No, the silence works.
0: Silence is okay, silence but.
1: Worked. But the shots are just be edited points. so badly. The, uh, the these a lot. Of, the way it's intercut, it's difficult to keep track of where everything is. And I know Beth and Heidi in the past have had problems with this. And I can only imagine it was chaos this time.
2: Not if we're not watching it. <laughs>
0: I didn't really have trouble following it, but still, it was just, it was, it just, it wasn't exciting at all. It didn't come across that well. I don't know. It's just put together badly. I, I
1: do remember enjoying it more the first time around. But then again, you know, it wasn't, I didn't know what was coming. And, um, yeah, I was willing to give it a benefit of the doubt back then, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, so basically, they got to destroy the planet killer, and Darina gets her chance to pick the right target, and she does. And Anderson sacrifices himself and the crew of the Victory to, dis- to ram into the target. But after they succeed, there are all these little ships spraying some bulk, some stuff on Earth.
3: Yeah, poor Tony Todd. He was. I was all set for him to be the star of Crusade, and, uh,
1: uh, and yeah, he goes out. I, I mean, <sighs> and uh, I how forgot ch- the, how cheesy is the shot where the last shot of it where he's clutching a coin and just <sighs> uh, gurning at the camera. <laughs> it's like that. Um, apparently,
3: there's this you know the cartoon show Arthur on PBS. Mm, I've heard of the, it.
2: Uh, it's like an animal.
3: Yeah, he's an aardvark. Anyway, there's this yeah, meme of, and he's always supposed to be peaceful, a little frustrated, but there's a meme of him with a picture of him with a clenched fist. <laughs> it's just so funny. And so I think that this is the this is the Tony Todd meme, unfortunately. <laughs> I said. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to written in advance with his wife and son, or wife and daughter. Yeah. His fate's on the wall. After he talks, it's like, oh god! And he's two days from retirement, probably. And, yeah. <laughs> he's
0: too old for this. <laughs> yeah. um, and then of yeah. course and the.
1: Sorry, um, r- But then of course the drop play get dropped on Earth anyway, and she's probably, you know, the little girl's probably going to die anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> little girl has the plague now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <So.
3: laughs> oh. And gone back to Earth and comforted her in her last days, but oh well.
0: I know some of the shots of the crew on the victory, well, this the guy in the hallway who got tossed around, that was kind of (laughs) odd-looking, but, yeah, there's this officer looking really serious, like he's kind of accepted his fate. You know, that was kind of... I like that, though, but, yeah.
1: No, no, the thing is, if this was a decent JMS script, there'd be someone on the ship saying, no, 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 I I didn't agree to this! (laughs) Something like that. Something like that would have happened.
0: But the
3: USS plot device had to be destroyed, so. Yeah,
0: Yeah. we can only have one (laughs) super ship. We can't have two. Um,
3: The the yards up on the way back, but they're already dead. But anyway, because there are no more ships, because they dropped through the shipyards back. Or shipyards up.
0: Yeah, of course,
1: conveniently.
0: they're
3: already dead. Right.
0: Galen called back to the circle. Sheridan's talking to Lachlan Garibaldi. There's this biogenetic play. It's going to wipe out everybody in about five years, but we have everybody. this badass ship that we're going to go out looking for a cure. The rangers will look.
1: Yeah, Everybody um, will look. For some mysterious reason, Darina's waiting in customs for Galen. Somehow she actually knows Galen now. When did that happen? <laughs>
0: Well, they met in a dream and decided to meet up. <laughs> um, and that's the end of A Call to Arms.
2: Yay! <laughs> yeah,
0: the end. So do we even want to do quotes? <laughs> um, well,
1: there was actually one quote which wasn't too bad. What was that? This is as faster as I can go. Okay. <laughs> that was the one line that I thought, hey, that's kind of funny. That, that, that sounds like a linear line.
0: I did like the line about um, if dreams come true, what about nightmares? Something like that.
1: I suppose we're going to have to do human and alien of the week. Yeah,
0: who's our human of the week? Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Sorry.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Captain Anderson.
3: It's not his greatest role, but I think he brought more to it than anyone else. Most other people would. Even there was a line about like a pizza delivery truck or something. He said, I don't think they're the pizza. Yeah. which just so cheesy, but when he said it, I believed it.
1: Oh, and there's also the line of, um, when the thing he says to Sheridan about and what he, what does what mean on the planet where you're from? It was something oh, like that. Yeah.
0: Um, what about Alien of the Week?
1: I suppose Dorina.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Sorry. I didn't <laughs> let anyone vote for, um,
3: Human of the Week, sorry, I got overexcited.
1: This um, is <laughs> going to one, really. <laughs> yeah, Doreena really, oh, I suppose, unless you want to, the Dead Drazi. I was going to no. say, the poor Dead Drazi god is,
3: you know. Is- yeah, the dead, I,
1: I, I, I prefer <laughs> to vote for the Dead Drazi, actually. Doreena will get her
3: chances in Crusades, so, you know. Okay. Well, the problem is well, that
1: she's the only alien on Crusade.
0: <laughs> yeah, dead drowsy. Okay, let's do ratings. Want to start us out, Derek?
3: Um, Sure. There are parts of it, I don't know. I kind of feel like you guys did with um the movie um, River of Souls, where it was a good idea, but it wasn't that well executed, but you guys like the concepts. Um, this movie is kind of like that for me. So I'll give it like four and a half phallic um, ships. Or if that name, if that's ratings not taken, then four and a half um, USS um, plot points as the ship should, should have been named instead of victory. <laughs> How
0: about you, Beth to Bethley. Was, oh, okay. um... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
2: I was on mute. Sorry. Um, well, it's probably not super fair um, to give a rating because I really kind of zoned out uh, about halfway through. Um, it, it's
3: better than Believers, though, right? So.
2: I don't know. I think it was is... like a four or something. This is a two, <laughs> Chokers. I didn't like it at all. I don't know. Yeah, a... I didn't like the acting. I didn't like the story. I thought it was boring. Um, I didn't like that we had so many new characters and not enough old characters. And I don't know. It just, it was sad because this is the last Babylon five thing. Right. And then it was just kind of like, not well, Babylon it's not, 5-y. it was the last
1: for quite this and crusade was the last for quite a while, but isn't the last okay. Babylon five thing. Yeah.
2: yeah I don't like know. It. I mean, two is harsh, but again, like I said, I kind of felt, stopped paying attention. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep, but so you can take that as you will. <laughs> so, I
0: don't
1: know,
2: I just uh,
0: no. didn't work for me It wasn't um, that good Yeah How
1: about you, Ian? Yeah, this is awful It's not as bad as Infection or Believers So <laughs> uh, I really can't quite remember what I rated either of those But it's not quite as bad It's got really good effects Um, I l- I do like uh, the design of Excalibur. Um, yeah, it's a little phallic, um but it's it, it, it's decent. It, they've got some good special effects. The wormhole effect is ten times better. Um, there's a couple of cool elements and some stupid, stupid elements, and um, everyone on this show can do better. Um, you know, it was,
3: also, can. it was also better than the MMA episode, right? Where they had the kick <laughs> fight
1: thing. Probably, you, just, <laughs> about, <was> so <laughs> just about, just about,
3: but I just can't. But Sorry, I, I don't
1: know what I rated any of those. But at the moment, this is gonna probably be about three Run deckers out of ten.
0: Yeah, for some reason I remember this as being a good movie. I don't know how. <laughs> I, don't, I thought this was one of the good ones, but yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. It was hard to watch. I kept having to pause it and think about something else for a few minutes. So I'm gonna give it four and a half out of ten. Sliced up pouches. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Ow. So, oh,
1: and I'm just remembering as well. And they went went the extra step of having that pouch full of some white vis- viscous fluid. Uh, they even went that far.
0: It's TNT. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, so we had a comment from Vord, but um. Ford didn't know that we were saving our crusade discussion. So I'll save that until whenever we do crusade. Ooh, nice. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know when you two will be ready to record it. <laughs> I've, I've still got a bit of work to do myself, um, for other episodes we'll re- release soon, but I'm sure we'll get to it.
0: Uh, we'll probably just add it on to the last one when we talk about like books and everything. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and let
3: me know what it is. If no one else wants to do it, I'd be happy to. Uh, I'll look on the list and see if it's a good date. Okay. Um, I I have a daughter, hopefully being born, in uh, by April twentieth. So there should hopefully be a lot of time where I'm awake in the middle of the night watching Crusade. So okay. <laughs> right.
1: Um. Well, now you know kind of the premise of Crusade. Do you have any predictions about it?
2: Oh, I don't have. Um, I don't have time. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, oh, you don't? Feel well, friends. that's fine.
1: I was just uh, going to try and
2: <laughs> eat I'll, some more if out I
1: think of this. If I, need,
2: I'll, um, if I think of any, I'll let you know. Maybe I'll record something. I don't know. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, basically. So for next <laughs> week, we'll be doing the movie Alleg- Legend of the Rangers, which was a backdoor pilot for Sci Fi Channel.
1: For a series that never got made. Yeah. Probably a good
3: thing. Not that I'm giving
0: it away, but yeah. <laughs> good luck. Fine. I think I've been pretty vocal about how much I don't like it. But who you knows? <laughs> it's maybe it's when weird.
1: I, maybe, um, having watched this, though, maybe it
0: might not be quite as bad as I remember. So I was thinking maybe I'll like it when <laughs> I watch it this week. But anyway. Okay. M- Bye. 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 Bye,
1: Stroke Off. Thanks, Beth. Be seeing you.
0: Bye. Look for us on the web, in iTunes, and on Stitcher Radio. Also, downbelowpodcast.com, facebook.com slash group slash downbelowpodcast, and twitter.com slash downbelowcast.